Welcome to the Holistic Counseling Podcast, where you discover diverse wellness modalities, advice on growing your integrative practice, and grow confidence in being your unique self. I'm your host, Chris McDonald. I'm so glad you're here for the journey. Welcome to today's episode of the Holistic Counseling Podcast. I'm your host, Chris McDonald. I want to give a shout out to any new listeners. Welcome. As a listener, you have access to my free nine-part email course, Becoming a Holistic Counselor. In this course, you'll explore different holistic strategies, how to develop your skills as a holistic counselor, and how to manifest your holistic practice through journaling. Go to www.holisticcounselingpodcast.com, scroll down, enter your name and email address today. Have you wanted to be a podcast guest but were unsure how to do this? I was fortunate to connect with today's guest, Dee Dee Hoffman. I was honored to be a guest on his show. He's coming to you today all the way from South Africa. Dee Dee works with subject matter experts who are tired of being the best kept secret in their field and are ready to step into the limelight where prospects can't help but notice them. He is the creator of the perpetual rainmaking system for go-to experts and host of the Badass Wellness Coach Show. A fun fact about him is he loves telling dad jokes and drawing stick figures. Welcome to the podcast, Dini. Uh, thank you for having me, Chris. It's such an honor being here. And yeah, I do both of those. And everybody tells me I'm terrible. At <laughs> You're terrible at both. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> stick figures are, aren't too hard, though, are they? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you must see mine. You haven't seen yours. I know. Mine. You'll have to show me. <laughs> but I did. I know we. this is our take, too. We've had some technical issues. So I'm glad this is working out better here on Zoom. Uh, but as we talked about before, I love the name of your show, The Badass. I just want to say that Badass Wellness Coach Show. How did you come up with that? Uh, thank you for asking. Yeah, I, I was helping a student and I really went out of my way to help her. And then afterwards, she just sent me a text message saying that, Diddy, you badass. And I was, really, <laughs> I, 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 I was really taken aback by that. So before I answered her, because I was angry, you know, it was an insult. Yeah. So before I answered her, I thought, let me ask my, my, my son, he's a millennial and his fiancee. And I said, you know, if somebody tells you're a badass, it's an insult or a compliment. And they just <laughs> you are <laughing>. sure. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. They just laughed and said, Dad, that's a big compliment. And yeah, that's where the, where the badass wellness coach was born. Nice. So can you tell my listeners a little more about yourself and your work? Yeah, thank you, uh, Chris. I'm an ex-commercial potted herb grower and herbalist from sunny South Africa. Uh, we're in the northern side of part of the country. So that's the Savannah side, sort of the big five countryside. Beautiful part of South Africa, warm, sunny. Um, and nice. yeah, I slowly I slowly but surely transmuted to an online rainmaking nerd. Um, and yeah, I have two passions. One is helping our indigenous traditional healers to incorporate modern medical herbalism into their treatment protocols. Um, and it's all done online. And I've been doing that for nearly two decades now, uh, which resulted in it being very much, if I may use the word, because it's not really true, but it's, it's a lot of it is automated and a lot of it's the systems and processes. And I've got people helping me. So it's become really a, a, a lot of a hands-up thing. And that led to me you know, having too much time on my hand, planted the whole property up in a food garden, you know, needed to do some, started doing something else. And that's where my other passion came in. And that's, as you've already said, you know, working with wellness professionals, 
well, fed up, you know, with being a needle in the, in the giant online ice yes. mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's there. That's basically what I'm up to. And I really appreciate you and how you really are supportive. And, and I already felt the support from you, even though we're a world away. <laughs> You've reached out and really offered other guests and, and you know, putting me in your newsletter. And, and I think that having that community, right, as podcasters is so helpful. Well, I totally agree. I think that's what it's all about. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about podcasting, because it actually gives us a vehicle to start building business friendships. And I very want to highlight the, the semantics there. It's not a business relationship. It's a business friendship. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. And that's why I always talk about networking as making friends and not just a business thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's right. So and uh, the, a lot of the listeners are therapists here, and some of them have businesses themselves, but I know a lot are hesitant about going on podcasts. So why do you think that therapists should consider podcast guesting? Why would that be helpful for their business? Oh, I love that question. The goal, Chris, of any business is simple. Basically, what we need to do is we take total strangers and then we convert them into happy clients. Now, all of us know that those strangers do not simply fall from the teach. You know, they don't simply come knocking on our doors. We have to somehow make them aware that we exist. Uh, my friend Michael Port says, it's not who you know. It's not what you know. It's who knows what you know. Now, when we start our practices, our coaching practices, getting those first lines is very easy. We simply tap into our personal networks. But sooner or later, we exhaust our personal networks. And then our challenge starts. You know, how do we keep on finding new strangers Mm -hmm. to turn into happy clients? And as we all know, in the online world, there are many, many ways and way too many shiny things that you can try. But there are two that stand head and shoulders above the rest. The first one, and we've just mentioned that, that's building that business friendships, expanding your network. And the other one is harnessing the power of good old-fashioned word of mouth. And podcast guesting does both of those on steroids. And I love that because it's it's just so much more effective than just waiting for word of mouth to happen. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, what I noticed too is with my podcast that it does open up even other opportunities for you. You know, I've, I've reached other people that have asked me for speaking engagements or just more networking opportunities. The The reach is very surprising to me because I've never went into this like t- to try to get therapy clients for my other business, but that's happened too. <laughs> so you just never know who's going to be listening. No, and it's funny. If you look at, at it, the whole podcast guesting scene with a little bit more of a left brain, you know, sort of what's the return on investment going to be? Yeah. Um, the, the average downloads per episode is in the region of 200 downloads per episode. And that's for active podcasts. If we take all the podcasts out there, it's more in the region of just 50 downloads per episode. Yeah. Um, and and that doesn't sound like a lot, Chris, but just imagine speaking <laughs> on a stage to 50 people. Yeah. Suddenly that becomes a lot of people. And that's one of the powerful things of podcasting is that we are literally in the heads. Um, the, you know, we, we, we people listening to this now, most of us listen with headphones. You know, I like listening to podcasts when I'm multitasking, you know, working in a food garden. So, yeah, and I intensely listen to 
whatever podcast I'm tuned into. So it's just a powerful medium. And as you said, all these other things that come along, you know, it, it happens so often that you're a guest on a podcast and at the end of the show, the host will say, yes, Chris, I just loved having you on the show. You know, I'm hosting a virtual summit in two yep, or three months. That time. happened too. <laughs> Yeah, we'd would, yeah, exactly. would love, would love to have you as a guest. So, yeah, it's just powerful. It is just so powerful. Yeah. And it is putting yourself out there more than just like, oh, I'm going to a local networking event because that's limited. Yeah, I, I don't want to bash the local networking. Which is great. I, yeah. Yeah, I, I think they're still important. And I, I still think we should, we should still do them. But podcast guesting just put all of that into it total different level uh, in, in terms of reach. I mean, I'm from South Africa. You're from the States. I mean, it's two worlds apart. Yes. Um, so you can't do that in any other medium. Yeah. And what would you say, because I hear this a lot from therapists that I ask to be guests, that if they've never done an interview before, they're very nervous, they're not sure of themselves. And what would you say to someone who might be really apprehensive about starting this? Yeah, it's a, just do it. Um, just just start doing it. And and I know, especially for us in, in the healing arts, we we don't like the limelight. We don't want to get out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but it's so, you know, the two of us are sitting here. It's just a one-on-one conversation. It's not a, just the two of us. Uh, with the added advantage, there's a huge reach afterwards. And, and, and it gives both of us opportunity because you're going to promote this episode to your tribe. But I'm also going to promote this yeah. episode when it when it leads to my tribe. The, the nice thing about that is it keeps on just expanding your reach and it just keeps on expanding your visibility. And another advantage of podcast guesting that a lot of us don't realize is that each and every time that you go onto a podcast as an expert guest, like I'm on yours today and like you've been on mine, um, each of those gives us an opportunity to reiterate and to again clarify our message and 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 our impact on on on, on our tribe so it's just powerful in in all the ways that you can think of so y'all even if you don't like the limelight just do it just just, do just it. get out there you know, get yourself featured on, on, on one podcast and, and take it from there and you will see it becomes a snowball effect uh, once you start doing it you can't stop Yes. And what I found, I'll tell you my story. So I had gone on my first podcast, uh, I think it was two and a half years ago on therapy chat. I was a wreck. I was so <laughs> so nervous. I'd never done this before. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. But I think, you know, when I when it was released, I was like, oh God, I must sound stupid. That's, I think that's a big fear. I'm going to sound <laughs> stupid. But I listened back. I was like, oh, I sound pretty good. <laughs> Yeah. It, it came together and it made sense because there was a couple questions I wasn't sure to an- how to answer, but I answered them perfectly fine. I think just building that confidence, right? Once you get for, through the first time and and like you said, just, you know, this is a conversation. This is not a serious, you know, straight laced interview <laughs> that we have to be like, I am two professionals talking, <laughs> right? We can relax. <laughs> we can laugh and just it just try to go into it the way it's the framework, wait, the, the way you look at this. But know that you know a lot of things as a therapist. You have these skills already. You talk with clients every day. It's just using them in a different way, too. And, and sharing that knowledge, I think, is so important. 
Oh, it's important. And and you saying that you were nervous. Oh my God. You had, you know, <laughs> Chris, that's just music to my ears. Yeah. Because that that just shows that you care about the audience and you care about the host. And that to me is one of the most important things about podcast guesting. Because when I'm a guest, it's not about me. It's first and foremost about you. That you're, you're my host, and that's just good manners. Yeah, um, you know, being being a good guest, uh, but also thinking about the audience, thinking about your listeners. And again, in our profession as healers, we excel at that. We're so good at that because that's what we do every day. Yeah, uh, and it's, for it's sure. just taking what you do every day and just going onto a podcast and have a conversation with the host. And I know you have a five-step profitable podcast guesting process. Can you share a little bit about that so people can understand what, what's involved with that? Yeah, there's a lot of nuts and bolts uh, that you have to figure out if you really want to do it as a professional guest and, and you really want to leverage the impact that you can get from each and every appearance. And it's and really, it's it, it's quite simple in the end. It's not, it's not rocket science. And the first thing that we start with is just old story, having a plan. So... You need to you need to decide what you want to accomplish. It's the why. It's the the old basic basic things of anything that we do in business. So just starting with that that why, and then we need to develop two basic systems. The first one is what we call the rain making system, and the rain making system is just basically a booking system. That's to get yourself booked onto podcast shows. And that, Chris, is the bulk of your work to, to get yourself booked. Uh, and then we have another system, and that system is what I call the rainmaking harvesting system. And that's just leveraging each and every one of our episodes that you appear on. Now, with the booking system, the first thing that we need to do is which podcast do we want to appear on? Um, and That's and the hard part. Are, yeah, it's the hard part. <laughs> I've struggled with that. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 hard. Uh, what I teach my students is we we start with what we call a podcast guesting positioning statement, and it's basically just a little statement that you write for yourself that says, "I want to be a guest on podcasts that talk about," and then you insert your topic there. Talk to the audience. You start with the audience about the topic so it's just basically saying i want to appear on podcasts that speak to x about y and once you have that it provides a filter that you can use to to get through all the podcasts and there are uh, guesstimates of between 500,000 and 800,000 active podcasts out there and obviously you can't pitch all of those so <laughs> <laughs> nobody has that time nobody has that time and then with that podcast guesting state positioning statement, we start filtering. And we, I have a few criteria. The first, what we call the three qualifying criteria. Uh, and the first one of those is just simple, make sure that the podcast is still active. Uh, there are a lot That's of podcasts. Yeah, they, they go on pot fight, you know, they start. And, and not just those that go on pot fight. But fight, a lot of podcasts these days are just the season. You know, it's, it's eight or 10 or 12 episodes and that's all it is. So make sure that it's still active. The next thing that you need to make sure is that they accept guests. There are a lot of podcasts that don't accept guests. So don't pitch somebody that 
got a solo episode or it's two hosts talking the whole time. And the third and the most important one is you need to make sure that you resonate with what's happening on the podcast. And that's actually quite easy because you can just read the, the description of the podcast. And if you can tick those three boxes from there, what we we have somewhat we call the, the filtering criteria and that sort of criteria that allows us to to rank the podcasts. Uh, and then again, it's basic things that we look at is just go to the podcast and actually listen to it and make 100% sure that you resonate with what's happening on that podcast. Uh, for instance, and it's a simple example, if you don't like swearing, don't go onto the podcast where the host swears. There are podcasts like that, so make sure that you resonate with that. Then the next thing that we look at that, that can help us filter them down is just go and visit the website and see if there's actually a website behind this podcast because a lot of podcasts are only hosted on the podcasting platform. There's no website. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's, there's lots of those. So make sure there's a website because you want to build credibility for yourself. So just go and visit that website. And then when you're on the website, go and look if there's a freebie uh, because if there's a freebie, it means that they are building an email list. Uh, and Chris, the two of us both know our email lists are a lot bigger than our podcast listenership. So it's important if there's an email list and a freebie, it means that that host will actually promote the podcast to their listeners. And that means that you will get additional exposure. And if you can tick all those boxes, it just makes the filtering system a lot, lot easier. And this is something that you can actually, once you've developed it for yourself, those checklist criteria, you can actually give to a VA or you can give to your assistant to do that basic research for you before you start pitching. Um, and that's the next step in that whole booking system is now you need to start pitching these, these podcasts. I always tell my students, it's not a numbers game, but the numbers are important. It's very important that because there's so much time involved in doing that initial research that once you actually start sending out those emails that you are 100% sure that you actually want to be a guest on that podcast. Otherwise, there's no way going use going through the whole process. And then when it comes to the pitching, and you've seen these pitches, uh, I've seen them with my podcast, people sending you a template that pitch. I hate those and I think you hate them as well. Um, <laughs> yes. you know, it's just, it's actually an insult getting those pictures because it shows that when you get those pictures that the person pitching, you actually just want to use your platform that you've built and worked very hard to build. They just want to use it for their own gain. We also teach our students to write a basic template for the pictures. It just saves a lot of time, but it's a template that for each and every host that we pitch, we will actually go and sort of rewrite the paragraphs. Um, and we always start with making sure that our topic relates to what the host covers on the podcast. Uh, and you've had those pitches as well, Chris, I'm sure of it. People pitching you with a subject that's totally unrelated. Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't understand how this fits in. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's first thing. Make sure that it's 100% sure. And then your pitch has to show how you are going to provide value to the listeners. Um, if you can't do that, don't pitch that show. 
pitch another show because that's very important. Uh, when we as hosts read those pitches, the first thing I, I do is I'm there to curate guests and good content for my audience. So if you can't show me how you're going to provide that value to my audience, I'm not interested in reading. Um, so if you can do that, give them a topic and then just say three or four talking points so that the host can form a quick picture in their minds of what this interview is going to be like. And you actually do that in four or five paragraphs. It's a pitch email that's 250 to 300 words. It takes a minute for the host to read it, and a host can quickly make up their mind. It's a yes or it's a no or it's a maybe. Don't. There's a lot of pitches on the internet when you start Googling that are three, four pages long and that just goes on and on about you. Don't do that. Start with a simple email that's focused on the host and the listeners and you will be amazed at how many yeses you get once you start following up because that's the third step in that whole process is you have to follow up. The hosts are busy. I get emails pitching me to be a guest on my show and I read them and I say, yes, this, this case, all right, yeah, it sounds good, but I'm busy. I have other things to do, so I forget. Right. Mm -hmm. so, so you have to follow up. And about 75% of your yes answers, final yeses, is actually going to come from your follow-up. And as you can already see, Chris, that's quite an evolved process. And it is. But if you, yeah, but if you if you really want to start building those friendships uh, and start getting yourself out there, you have to do it in a structured, very systematic way because that's the only way you can improve this whole pitching process and you know, this whole booking system. And it's a, it's a system. Uh, once you've got that set up, as I've already said, you can actually hand it off to a VA or to, a, to your assistant. Apart from writing that final email, um, there's two things that I say you have to do as a guest you have to do yourself you have to go and listen to that podcast and, and not just one episode listen to two or three episodes and then the next thing that you need to do is you have to actually finally send off that email yourself your, your assistant can prepare it for you she can she can do it but you as the guest you are responsible for starting that business friendship and for laying the foundation not somebody else yeah exactly and and I'm glad you shared all that. That's really detailed and I think helpful for somebody getting started because I made some of those mistakes of <laughs> I sent a pitch to someone. They're like, I haven't done that podcast in a year. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, we don't do that. We don't talk about we talk more about business strategies, not about like because I'm more clinical, you know, yeah, my podcast. Yeah. No, we don't do that. I was like, oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so, yeah, don't waste your time and their time. So make sure that you're appropriate for them. And, and like, like you said, we, I get like pitches every day. So <laughs> just know that I'm not going to read. You said three or four pages. I would just like not read that. No, <laughs> I like how you said just that. a few paragraphs is helpful. Summarize. Right? You know, you, you know, what you want with that first email is just to get, and you can actually say it at the end. Are you interested or not? Um, that's all you, you just want to yes. pick the host interest and then you can take it from there. So yeah, don't make it a long process. Keep it short and simple for the host. Uh, make it as easy on that host. Don't tell a host that, you know, here's my media page, go and download this, go and read, listen to this episode. Don't do that. I don't have time for that. If you can't pitch me in, in three or four or five short paragraphs, less than three hundred words, just forget it. 
Exactly. Yeah. So true. And I like some people that have said, oh, I like this episode with this guest. And, you know, I I think I can also add to the conversation. Something of that effect really just kind of catches my interest. That shows me that they've listened to my podcast and they're not just pitching to use my platform, like you mentioned, for their own promotion. Again, that's such good advice, Chris. If if you really want to to you know, own your system and build a, a first world-class professional booking system. What we actually do is we go and listen to an episode, you know, just run through the, the podcast episodes and find one that really interests you, something that you think you can apply in your own business and then go and listen to that podcast, that episode, and actually take the action or take away from it and go and apply it in your own business or go and apply it in your own life or whatever the the topic is and then see how it works for you and then when you pitch actually tell the host chris i've listened to your episode with didi i took that away from that episode i actually went and applied it into my own business and here's the result i got you know either it bumped or it didn't you know or it was brilliant and again you as a host if you get an episode or a pitch that actually tells you what your listener or your pr- proposed guest is got from that episode. I mean, that immediately to me is a yes. Uh, yeah, ninety-nine percent sure. of the cases. No, totally agree. And I know you have a what's called a podcast pitching sprint. Can you share what that is? Yeah, the podcast pitching sprint is basically what we've talked about today, uh, but in in a little bit more detail, uh, and it's a it's a seven seven day uh, sprint that we do just to get you set up with your whole podcast booking system. So I basically take you day by day in, in short time chunks through the whole system, doing your planning, writing your pitches, doing the research, uh, building what we call the hot list that we're going to pitch, uh, sharing the tools that you have to, to do, put it all together, and then just getting those pitches out um, because <laughs> – You've you've done it yourself. The first time you have to press send on that pitch email is scary. Yes. <laughs> well, you procrastinate. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. Put it in draft. I'll do it tomorrow. The whole idea of the seven day pitching sprint is that it's it's time based. It's a project, uh, and we set a goal at the start that during or by the end of the seven days, you you, you decide yourself. You're going to send out five pitches, or you're going to send out ten pitches, or whatever you have time for, and we just get it done. Uh, and it's just amazing. Everybody that goes through that actually sends out that pitches. We also show you from starters to actually tap into your own network again uh, and see if you can't get a referral or introduction somewhere along the line for somebody to to pitch uh, a podcast host. And most people these days have actually go and sit and think, will see that, oh, I know this one that can send me, you know, that host. So you can make the connection and we start pitching those. So it's again, working our own personal network. And then most of our students end up, we work on a ratio if you're starting out and you're a newbie that you, for every five pitches that you send, you are going to get at least one, but mostly two yeses. Uh, and yeah, if you've got those first two or three podcast episodes under the belt, from there on, it just become a lot easier. Yeah, because then you can also share. I've also been on this uh, this podcast or that podcast, and, and yeah, I think absolutely. that's helpful if if they can listen to you from another podcast. Be like, oh, because I know I love that too. If I can hear that, oh, okay, so they can yeah. handle this okay, and they sound great. 
makes a lot of sense. So, so is there anything else that you wanted to share about the podcast guesting process? Yeah, I just think we, we've basically just covered two steps now. The, the, the last steps, and that's the what we call the rainmaking harvesting system, and that's just leverages. And I'm just going to mention it quickly because just just three important steps again there. And the first one is that you have to treat this like you would a professional speaking system. So uh, you have to be very professional about each and every appearance and that means preparing you actually need to go and prepare Um, that's one part the next step is that you actually need to promote your own episodes don't just wait for your host to to promote you actually need to leverage that and we do that in various ways we actually take that content that we've produced and we repurpose it in various ways And and, and if you do that Chris you can actually from one guest appearance you can create a week's worth of of social media posts. Uh, you can create blog posts. You can just, you know, the sky's the limit. And then the last one is just what we call a podcast funnel. And that means that you actually need to have your own lead magnet and you have to have your own call to action that you can get at the end of the show of each guest appearance so that you can start building your own email list. And yeah, that's basically the whole five-step system is is. If you do all of those, I can promise you that you will just be amazed at the results you'll get from being a guest on podcasts. So what's a takeaway you could share today to help listeners that want to go onto a podcast but are unsure? Again, Chris, I would just say take the plunge. Take um, the plunge. It's one of, yeah. yeah, take the plunge. Just do it. Just send out a few pictures. Reach out to a few podcasters, preferably uh, and, and another tip. If you're listening to this show and you are a guest that will fit onto the show, reach out to Chris and say, say to Chris, Chris, I'm a listener to your show. I've listened to this episode. This is what I got from it. And I can promise you, if you do that, Chris will definitely, I won't say she will say yes, <laughs> but but definitely that pitch will always be high on my list because I'm there for Absolutely. my tribe. So if, if one of my tribe pitches me to be on my show, to me, it's that's what I'm there for. So I'll do anything in my power to have you on that show. So again, just go out there and start pitching. Yeah. And feel free to email me at chris at holisticcounselingpodcast.com. And I'd be glad to offer you tips too. If you don't want to go on my podcast, that's fine. If you there's another one, then, you know, this is, this is something you have to learn, right? It's a learning process. It's not something you jump in and know all the answers to, which is okay. So what's the best way for listeners to find you and learn more about you? I think the best way is just to go to, to my website. It's badasspreneurs.com um, and just have a look at all the resources there. And then if you're really interested in podcast guesting, I've got a pod, professional podcast guesting toolkit that you can download for free. And that's also at badasspreneurs.com forward slash Chris, your host's, host's name. Uh, and just click on that and download the podcast guesting toolkit and just get yourself started. And that'll also be in the show notes on the website. But I want to thank you so much, Didi, for coming on the podcast today. Uh, I want to thank you, Chris, for the opportunity. And I also want to thank you for the wonderful work you're doing. Uh, yours is oh, one of my favorite, our favorite podcasts because you have all these holistic alternative therapies and stuff, you know, for me being a being an herbalist, I just love listening to those. So yeah, it's one of my favorite podcasts. Thank you for your work. Wonderful. And don't forget to join us for another episode next Wednesday. Did you love this episode? Please take the time today to rate and review so we can continue to get more impactful guests. This is Chris McDonald sending each one of you much light and love. Till next time, take care. 
If you're loving this show, will you rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform? This can help us to reach more holistic therapists and bring even more impactful guests to the show. And once again, thanks for being a show supporter.